0: up, everybody. It's Jeffrey Viles. You are listening to Viles Movie Files. We have finally reached the point where we can kill off 2020, and I cannot be any happier. We're here, and hopefully, we're going to have a good end-of-year show just to finish kicking rocks to 2020. What's up, little brother? I'm
1: good. Ready to be done with this dumpster fire of the year. Glad we to celebrate at least one more pod. I mean, the last podcast of the year. Let's do it.
0: Jay King, how
2: are you? Doing great. Um, I got to admit, well, first, happy holidays, everybody. Um, it's a new year. Thank God. I uh, got to admit, i would be lying if I said that, you know, we made so many fond memories in 2020 to hell with this year. Um, if um, there's ever been a time to fast forward another 24 hours, this would be it. I'm so ready to put this whole year behind us.
0: Indeed. Gunner, can you help us get off the Suicide Watch?
3: Yeah, man. Hey, man. It's time, to, it's time to move on to this year, man. You know, I feel for the people that, you know, are still for real struggling this year, man. I'm just grateful to be here, prospering, and and, and you know, keep moving forward, y'all. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, so you still have us listening to Fiona Apple. J. King, <laughs> you, watch, you watch Wonder Woman. Gunner. You watched Wonder Woman. Y'all weren't on the show last week. I'm gonna give you all the floor to just talk about what you thought about this uh, spectacle. Sure?
3: Do we have a fart noise? We got a fart noise for this, like on the <laughs> That shit. That shit was a turd. My God, that shit. I saw somebody from Howard say. I saw it on the wall. And I think somebody else sent it to us. Oh, like this should have been a CW show, prime time show. At like, coming on at, like, eight. And I'm like, you know what? If this was broken up into several episodes, we might have liked it more. But this was... The continuity was just off. The acting was... God. I mean, they tried. It was like they tried, and you can tell the writing just wasn't there for them, for their acting skills. It's like... I know to, I, I know that very well because of Tyler Perry movies, and that's what this was, a white Tyler Perry movie. And so I was like... <laughs> It was a white Tyler Perry movie sponsored by D C Comics, which made me more pissed because Linda Carter plus, you know, Gal Gadot, you know what I mean, The Mandalorian. Um you know, they they deserve yeah, better. For- they deserve better. The character deserve better. Wonder Woman herself deserved better than this mess, man. There's so many things wrong with this movie. It's not even funny. Like like <laughs> Monkey's Fall, how does it work? Anybody can answer that question? If mm-hmm. They win. Do you run away from it? Do you just renounce your wish? Because I truly renounced my wish to freaking watch that movie. I was like, yo, we got to go. I mean, and then I had, like, my mother-in-law and my dad in here. So we had, like, generations of people in here. And then Bernie woke up and started watching the end of it. He was like, he he was just confused. I was confused. We got three, four generations of confused people in one house in one movie. And that's strange. Usually somebody would like it, right? Nope. (laughs) Yeah, not even one person was able to get it. Not one. Everybody's like, this is terrible. And then Cheetah, man, come on, man. Like, they ain't to pull the cat CGI over to this shit, man. Like, that shit was terrible. I was like, first of all, why Cheetah white? Second of all, this was like a white, like not white, like, you know, Kristen Wiig was white. I'm, I'm talking like literally the color white. Instead of white orange. And she's supposed to be orange. Yeah. And I was like, all right, they already messed that up. And then I'm like, yo, the animation. She looked like she was in Cats. She's like, yo, well, you got to fight Wonder Woman, but you got to star in a shitty CGI cat version movie, like, right after. Like, good God. I mean, yeah. I can't Don't double to... yourself, cheating. Yeah, man. And then your boy. Oh, God, Pedro, man. What the hell, man? Why? And then I was done with him anyway, because it was the worst portrayal of Max Lord, dude, like I have ever. I couldn't imagine, like, I thought Alex Max Lord uh, would be a sexist. I thought he was Alex-
0: supposed to be a sexist, right? I mean, he's a lot of things. And they had a lot to pull from with Max Lord. And yeah. I don't know what they did with him. It was like midway through Patty Jenkins was like, well maybe we should not make him a bad guy. But just like <laughs> Right, well, come on man. The whole movie he's been like, Yeah, I don't care if people kill each other. I just want more wishes so I can keep right. myself alive because I value my health
3: above everything else. Oh shit, we forgot we introduced his son. Let's make sure that we, uh, yeah. Oh my god. They like they forgot that he existed. Well, and the then son they put him forgot back in.
0: that he was acting in a movie. He was like, Are you my daddy? Yeah,
3: yeah all that mess. Oh my he, god. Just do like negative chemistry. Yeah. Well, Jake King.
0: Jake yeah, like, King, what did you think about it? This was
2: hot. This was garbage. This was, uh, you know, I feel like for all the hype and hoopla, the delays, you could have released this on a Sunday afternoon in, in, in early February. You, you could have just on put PBS. this movie out on... It could, have been, it could have been on TBS. in The world premiere of Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> you don't care because it's going to stink. This movie stuck. And look, I ain't afraid of anybody's backlash. We're not sexist. We're not we're any of those things. You have no, me women don't like garbage. the movie. <laughs> but god, you know there's gonna be a lot that do and gonna say that any man that doesn't like it is a sexist. He's a hater. He's this because you can't have a uh, uh, unpopular. you can't agree with these popular opinions. right? Whatever it is. You no, have no, people no. who are gonna hate it. You got people who are gonna love it and defend it. No,
3: That's no, just no, the way it is. People
2: are gonna defend it. This is trash. Like that's the popular. Well, no, Jason, you gotta remember. You, well, that's that depends, right? Because it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and some people sight unseen go with that, right?
3: They, nah, make B, their they took that off. based
2: on Rotten Tomatoes.
3: They took it oh, off. They took that off. Yeah, B, they took that off. Really? Like they had a Sunday or whatever. Yeah, they their took that off. national like
0: ad campaign. Their national right now, ad campaign it is 61%. Is so it is hanging by three percent fresh. So technically, they can say, yes, we are certified fresh. But if like six more critics hate it, it's going to be rotten. Yeah, it's done.
2: But you have people who are going to defend this turd to the hill,
0: right?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm thinking about. And it's not so much their opinion, you know, really matters. Like, look, this was trash. Call it what it is. This movie stunk. And plot holes and everything else aside, it just wasn't good. Gunnar, you touched on it, the writing, the acting. Christ, Kristen Wiggs started that film. Her introduction was like a bad SNL skit. I thought she was doing a character from one of her days in SNL.
0: I'm sorry, are you talking about Wonder Woman or every
3: movie she's ever done? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow.
0: Even. Mm.
2: Yeah, you setting her on fire today. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dude, go back to all the podcasts when they said that she was going to be Cheetah. Like when, we, when Jeff first told us that, I said exactly I that, remember. like, that don't fit. I remember. That shit don't fit.
2: Yeah, it don't fit. It don't go. And we saw, and we got firsthand why that don't go. We got to see firsthand why it doesn't go. Um, you didn't feel anything for her character. If they would have killed her off in the first 10 minutes, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have batted an mm-hmm. eyelash. You really wouldn't. <laughs> you know um, the
0: problem with it, though? I didn't care about it. Anybody. The only person in, Anyone. in this entire movie that I cared about was the poor schmuck who Chris Pine took over so Wonder Woman could get her jollies off yeah. for. She was like, yo, I'm done what with you. You're going to sit in the street. Hopefully you make it back to your spot. Sorry about that informal superhero date rape I did. It's all good, though. I'm glad to see you all right. And I like your outfit. It's all good.
2: It's all good, dummy. <laughs> I'm going to drop you <laughs> off here in the chaos of downtown D.C. That was the only good thing about this movie is that they shot on location. On the exception of a few scenes, you, for all oh, those of us in this area, you recognized immediately where they were. Pennsylvania yeah. Avenue, Georgetown. Or, Georgetown. Commander Salomon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew War Game Yeah, Hotel. was like, you oh, you knew exactly. What I'm, I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah that's basically that here.
3: The mm-hmm. Metro was messed up, though. That, yeah, that Metro looked like it mine. The Metro clean. was like, there ain't no signs. Them signs came like when we were in our 20s. Like, <laughs> <should> have been. <laughs> the red line is
0: delayed <laughs> for 20 minutes. That would have made it authentic. You know,
2: one thing they did, they, did, they were at Lafont Plaza. I'll
3: give them that. They were
2: on the platform at Lafont Plaza. Yes. They, were, yeah. they were down the steps cool. of Lafont
3: Plaza. He mm. didn't tell Chris Bine to stand on the left. On the on the the right though, that's the only. He was a tourist though.
0: He was a Taurus.
3: I know, and nobody came to roll him over. Like I don't know, in the 80s that still happened. I I was there. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Like why were the signs there? I was like, why were the signs there? Like yo, back in the day we had to guess. Like we were like, I hope that shit's coming. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right let, let's move on because i think we can spend Sorry. another hour and wonder woman
1: yes we can so there
0: were two interesting marvel studios news here Shia lebeau was reportedly being eyed for a role with marvel studios before his latest incident of sexual battery lawsuit um i don't know why everybody's so pressed to keep this dude in, in action i mean have we not seen the transformer films Feel like that should be a stain that prevents him from anything else but what possible role could he have been in that would have made you interested in watching chai lebeau in a marvel studios film interested or just forced to watch him because right. i don't think basically who gets punched out by any hero
3: hey, now hey.
0: who I remember how we were saying that barb bag number Gideon one Malick. like getting <laughs>
1: like he, he could play that role for the next Marvel movie. Nathaniel Nathaniel, Yes, Nathaniel Mouth. He could could play the next version of him where it's just like, yeah. Yep, he deserved it. Good job.
0: I want to see him get punched (laughs) in the face. Yes. Um, Let's see here. But here's a much more interesting one. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is now Mm -hmm. being eyed for a new role. If you remember Mm -hmm. way back when, he was right on the cusp of breaking through to Marvel Studios because it was between him and Paul Rudd for the Ant Man role, and mm-hmm. they won. So, at this stage of Marvel Studios, what role would work? Because if you're gonna get JGL in a film, it needs to be a significant one, one with some potential sequels and franchise expanding roles. What would that be? What would you want to see him?
3: Cyclops. Film? Easy, um, Cyclops. That's it.
0: Well, I mean, well, well wow, okay. Man, I is <laughs> like, like the uh Beyonder, huh? Yeah, um,
1: yeah. yeah. maybe it's a Beyonder kind of like in kind of he's sneaking in every movie before you get to a secret inv- I mean of uh, secret wars. Hmm. Um, could do that.
0: Yeah. Jake, can you got Silver
2: one?
0: Silver Surfer. Silver
2: Surfer. He could
0: do that too. I think yeah. I think I like Gunner's Gunner's Cyclops though. I'm like I could see that, yeah, that and I just watch Reception again. It's
3: like,
2: yeah, he could so we're, do that. Well, Gunnar, I got a question for you though guy. in regard to that. Are mm-hmm. we gonna get another? That means we get another terrible X Men, right? This is not a standard.
3: No, nah, no. Nah, MCU, No. X Men is folding in, is folding into MCU. So we're done with the crappy X okay. Men movies.
0: We're actually gonna get even, Thank, thank, God.
3: thank yeah, God. Yeah, the fact that he even threw out New Mutants was just like a. A fox is like, haha! I'm gonna leave the the poop in the middle of the of the seat as we leave the office. We're take a Good. We're gonna leave you in right. 2020. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Chase, man. here's something very okay. interesting
0: for you. The Star Wars Force Awakens novelist Alan Dean Foster said he was forced to cut Ray and Finn romance hints. Is anyone? Rise, by that? I mean, they,
1: they, they decided, yeah, we, we might try and do this, but we might also have no idea what we're going to do in the next movie, so anything that could be a plot from another story, can you just take that out? Like It'd really be helpful for us since we have no idea what we're doing.
3: You can tell they alluded to it in the first movie, and then they kind of, actually, you can literally tell literally what you just said. You can tell that they like somebody yanked it because everything else was kind of felt like they were leading up to it, and then they yanked it, and you're yeah. like, okay, I guess they didn't want to do it. That's fine. I'm not gonna cry about it. But now, I'm yeah.
1: interested. Like, is that is he somebody they won't use to do future novels after blabbing that information, or is it just now oh. the John Favreau, Dave Filoni, uh, of Star Wars universe, or so it's like now it's like you can bat you feel free to bash the Disney trilogies because we have a new regime taking over that you can call a spade a spade and trash is trash. I wonder
0: if that's the case. Mm. Good deal. Okay. So, Wonder Woman debuted on HBO Max on Christmas as a special present for everybody who was interested in watching it and then going to Twitter and complaining about how terrible the movie was. Um, Now, it did help HBO Max get a huge bump in subscribers for streaming viewers. Uh, Over the Friday to Sunday period, it got 554,000 users watching and a record 244,000 on Sunday alone. That's pretty good, right? only problem was during that same period of time, Disney Plus had 2.3 million global downloads.
3: (laughs) Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what that's about? Hello.
0: Well, Wonder Woman is the only movie available in 4K. I
3: mean, I oh don't know, man. I feel like everybody needed a palate cleanser and just watched The Mandalorian instead. That right after, like, oof, this shit was terrible. You know was funny?
0: On my social threads, everybody was like, Wonder Woman was trash. So glad I was able to watch Soul. Yeah, that
3: Soul. That was better. the other one, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: my fault. That definitely helped Disney Plus because it didn't have a stench movie coming out that everybody's saying don't watch it. So very okay. interesting stuff. Um, let me see here. Last bit of news before we get into our feature for today: uh, Justice League star Ray Fisher, you may know him as the guy who formerly played Cyborg, says he's not going to take part in any project DC Films boss Walter Hamada works on. He tweeted. Okay. Walter Hamada's most dangerous kind of enabler. His lies and WB's PR's failed September 4th hit piece sought to undermine the very real issues of the Justice League investigation. I will not participate in any production associated with him. Now, clearly, he feels wrong. Uh, some of his co-stars, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, have spoken out in varying ways about their support for. What he experienced. Um, and Josh Whedon is really not working on anything right now. So we could say maybe the main culprit for his disgust, disappointment is gone, not working with DC anymore. Is this the best move for Ray Fisher?
3: You talk integrity? Sure. Talk acting in Hollywood and how they deal with black actors who speak in out? <laughs> you can ask Earthy as Kid and your boy from Heroes. <laughs> probably not a good look but you know integrity wise we'll see unfortunately you might have to do some Tyler Perrying and then move on to something else
0: now how can you say it's all about integrity and then go work in Tyler Perry in the same sentence
3: you gotta eat too I'm not a I'm not a I'm a realist I'm a realist there's some integrity where you don't want to work with the white pet that or whatever with with the with the white adjacent cat that that is screwing you over and if you know that this is what's happening, then you don't want to work with the, those people anymore. But you still got to eat. But you just blacklisted yourself, and I mean that in the racist way that white people made that word, and you just blacklisted yourself. So at that point, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. Uh, I mean, you might have to do some some crappy role. Hopefully it's a spiky role, but it most likely will be your boy because that's what he, he does. Um, so I don't know. I, I think integrity wise is good. I feel like I liked where they, what they were going to do with this cyborg, but I don't know what they're going to do. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't like, I, it left a nasty taste in my mouth that his character wasn't developed. And then we find out why, you know what I mean? So I'm, 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 I'm team Fisher. It's just, it's unfortunate. I just understand how Hollywood works too, you know?
0: In fairness, Ezra Miller's Flash character seems like he got screwed out of uh, some development too. So I don't know what the deal was, but it was a bad look all around.
1: Okay, just just out of for very much for eating purposes, that's I think that's probably a piece or something you don't mention on Twitter. You just kind of tell your friends that, and you pass in public. You just kind of go with the silent, no comment and i mean because that i mean your integrity still isn't hurt you just say privately i don't want to work with that person but you don't put it on blast but again i think gunner's right It's like you say now they can say and, and it comes off as not that they were difficult it's now you're difficult to work with and that's right. when it starts horrible narrative and it's like well he didn't get his way and then we decided to have a fair and rebalance investigation, and he wanted us to do a hit job, so we, don't, we won't be choosing to work with him, and since all of my buddies are who I talk with, you're not going to get a role, and that's, unfortunately, his agent or somebody should be like, I know you want to make this statement, but you can't make that statement. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I'm still, I'm still. what I really, after even messing with DC, you just dropped something like Ezra Miller. How is he still employed with DC? I'm right. not Heard anything about that? I just don't
3: understand that. Who? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe that was maybe they did an investigation and he hadn't had any issues. Who knows?
3: I don't know. He kept his mouth shut. That's part of yeah, it. He you did. know, skin tone. He had, he had skin tone kept his mouth shut.
0: <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp has been out there like, I'm gonna sue you too, and. Then it was this messy deal, and he's the one that got the hit from it. So, who knows? Huh. This is all right, it. well, we've reached this point where I, I needed something. I needed some fun and games. So, 2020, not the best year. I think we've all agreed on that. But I task you all with the incredible task of giving me your, your uh, best and worst of 2020. So, we can celebrate the best and mock and deride, frequently, the worst. Which one of you brave souls would like to go first? Oh, JC look hyped up. Why don't you go?
1: <laughs> okay, bro. You're nice and generous. Because I made a point not to watch that many mm. bad movies unless it was related to the show. I only actually had two movies that 100% make my worst of list. One, we spent last week bashing Wonder Woman 1984. We don't, I, I don't need to say anything more. But the other one is one I think most hey, of you us forgot in are this running. podcast, and that is John Henry. And I'm sure you, some of you guys forgot how bad that Terry Crews turd was. But were, I remember seeing that that came out this year, and I was like, this has been impressively bad. Should not be watched again. Should not be viewed again for comedy. Bad. And Mm I definitely say it deserves a spot on my list of worst films for 2020. And did you want me to go on the best of?
0: Uh, Sure. What do you got?
1: Okay, I got a couple of them. Alright, so uh, first off is this year's uh, favorite to win Best Picture, Bad Boys for Life. Um, Mm Oops. It's the last movie that actually made some money for the movie theaters.
0: Now Wonder Woman made uh, 85 million.
3: Yep. Okay. They won pandemic year.
1: They're not gonna They're not gonna count that as best picture.
0: <laughs> so
1: I think I'm safe. I, this one I got his Invisible Man. I like that. Uh-huh. Um, like I thought that was a very good take of modern Invisible Man. Mm. Don't have to go on too much of anything else. Uh, but a, sta- a real craziest kind of stalker dude that I think really worked that. Uh, the Next one I liked was um, Jingle Jangle. Like, I, Jeff asked me, we're watching some more holiday movies we're going to try and talk about on the podcast. But, and I, and I, everyone was talking about Jingle Jangle. And I was like, yeah, let me check this one out. And I thought it's a musical Christmas movie. You could easily wrap some presents. Have a good time, you know. You know a good, uh, you know, good cast. I really enjoyed that one. Um, you
0: know, it's funny. I I didn't like one song in Jingle Jingle, and I love musicals. But I was like, uh, when are we gonna get to the good song here?
1: I like the, the little girl song, her song, uh, uh, Justice's
0: song. I liked hers. Her song was about the best one, but it wasn't anything that made me go, oh, this is really good. I need to pause and rewind it. Yeah, I
1: could, I could get you. I could dig that. Um, and the next one on my list, I did. Uh, I was gonna say, um, uh, I I I laughed at a uh, uh old, old old guard, um, the one with Charlie Theron, which uh, on Netflix. I I don't know if that would have made it. That was a perfect kind of movie to have on Netflix, cause I pro- if it was on theaters, if it had come out in like February or March, I would say, yeah, I'm gonna pass on that, and let somebody tell me it's good but seeing it on Netflix where I could watch it for free. And then if they decided to maybe make a sequel, there was in a movie theaters, I'd actually go see the theater. the next one now because it's like, oh, okay. That first one was good. Looks like it has a good story. The action was really good in that. Um, So I, I, I definitely made my list. And, uh, and, and I think my last real one was a uh, Christmas Chronicles too. Um, that was the one with uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Goldie Hawn. It was a continuation of the first one. Lighthearted, watches Christmas, um, had some fun, fun hijinks, you know. Um, and because that's what we had for uh, 2020, that, that's it, it, that's all you needed. Just something to make you laugh and smile for a little bit. So that was on. That's that was on my listen. That's my best of 2020.
0: All right,
3: Gunner. Yeah. What do you got? So my, my worst, I only have three of each, really, and maybe one on the measure, right? right. Um, the worst, Jason mentioned it. I was like, that was number one. You can say what you will about Wonder Woman '84. At least the costumes worked, or something. You can say something. Something. Anything. Some, you can find one teeny little kernel of good. The actors, I recognize them. Something. Something. Something cool. With Wonder Woman, right? It was really a terrible movie, but you can still say something. But John Henry, you can't say anything. That movie was just terrible from start to finish all the way through, acting, the people, the life, the, the everything. Like, the lighting, everything. Like, nothing was right. And it was the most god-awful thing I've ever seen. And Terry Crews deserves to be in it because he's a horrible person.
0: <laughs> Don't um, forget to you by Terry Crews.
3: Yeah, I have to like, yeah, throw that okay. at him. Um, the next uh, um, problematic black person thing I got here is uh, A Fall from Grace. That oh, was 2020.
0: Oh, 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 gosh. Man, that was a perfect – those two are perfect 2020. Oh, my gosh. I
1: totally forgot we watched that movie
3: this year. That oh, was my 2020. Gosh. I looked it up. I was like, was that this year or was that like December? Nope, it was this. Oh, That's great, bitch. This year. <laughs> oh. So I put my. Like, that's Ike who you in. want
0: our boy Ray Fisher to work
3: with. You oh. see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, he's got to eat, and unfortunately, he's going to get blacklisted for that tweet, man. That's hey. that's the problem. And he's going to end up in Fall from Grade 2 or something. It's going to be terrible. He's going to put a wig on him. He's like, man, I'd rather have the cyborg outfit than this freaking wig, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. In any that's
0: case, a um, I is put next. Week, what did you
3: say?
0: some bad CGI
3: on me instead or something it's gonna be terrible um but yeah Fall From Grace was like my number two worst of ever I mean I mean right under John Henry John Henry just I mean you you can't get much worse than that and I'm that's me saying that about Tyler Perry at just did it in his own studio I don't know what the hell <laughs> John Henry was filmed in like Crenshaw like somebody's house like you know what I mean like hey, we're gonna do it on this house. There you go. And then that's it. Anyways, I had a hyphen extra fall from Gray saying anything Tyler Perry made this year because I don't I didn't know it. I didn't I don't care. <laughs> um and then, you know out of all the movies I saw this year, I'm like I was excited about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is 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 a masterpiece compared to the two I just named. But <laughs> of all the hype and everything that we were all so excited about and the fact that the first one was so great, this one dis- disappointment purposes and everything we mentioned earlier on this call, it has to make my list the worst, but it's the, it's the third worst. It's not John Henry. It's not Tyler Perry's trashness. Um, so there you go. My best I'm cheating a little bit by saying Hamilton because it's not cheating. It's not cheating. Yeah, it's a little cheating because it's theater, right? But I do, and I'm going to rub it in one more time for at least two of our listeners who decided to buy tickets and not tell their husbands, and one of them is my wife, Um, and, you know, buy tickets for the Kennedy Center one, and then COVID hit, and they just short $120, both of them. And we got to watch it on Disney Plus for free while eating Uber Eats and being happy. Ha ha. So, um hamilton's there for that reason as well as the fact that it's freaking good um best number two uncorked about the black Somalia, i thought that was that could have been like you know e street theater independent film you know what i mean theater movie but it was a netflix movie and i think it was appropriate for netflix kind of like what you said about um whatchamacallit jason um the charlie theron one um uh, it was perfect for netflix I don't know what it would have done in a, you know, AMC regular theater, but I know like an AFI or a, you know what I mean? Like one of those that would have done well, right? Um, and then the next one is a straight to video or home video, straight to, you know, home format, a wonderful film based off of another wonderful film called Batman. There's the Red Hood. This was Batman, Death in the Family, the interactive movie. Oh, my gosh. I think they really did a good job with that. I kind of liked it a little bit better than than Apocalypse, you know, when they ended the 52. Um, I, I actually enjoyed what they did with the Red Hood story that they kind of, like, cultivated a little bit more of in um, Under the Red Hood. And they kind of added, like, okay, this was, like, choose your own adventure type of thing. And right. I went through all seven, and holy crap, one of them still sticks with me. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but good lord, one of them really still sticks with me. I think, Jeff, you know which one I'm talking about. Zornar. I was like, oh. Zorin
0: R. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> R. Yeah, what does he say? Zorin R. R. I was like, oh. Yeah. R. I was like, yo, I, I can't right. watch that one anymore. I'm not going down that path anymore. Good lord. <laughs> But those are like the three really good ones. I mean, Honorable Mention goes to Bad Boys 3, of course. Uh, those are the last one I really watched in the theater. Um, right. So I kind of missed the movie theater just because, you know, anybody on this podcast is a movie buff, so I miss the theater. But I'm not going to risk my life to watch it for Tenant. I'm going to watch Tenet here at some point when it goes, when I don't have to pay for it.
0: I <laughs> uh, still have to watch Tenet. <laughs>
3: That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's on on demand and all that. I'm like, no, I still don't want to pay for it just because Chris. I'm Nolan running out of days did. to watch it in 2020. I'm not gonna watch it in 2020. I'm gonna watch it next year because you know, I'm not giving Chris Nolan any money for all his whining. I'm sorry. That's just that's just whack. Um, and then honorable mention goes to a TV show called The Mandalorian because they fixed the freaking movies. Um, the end.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's I, all right, J.K. Having no difficulties, been been giving you the blues,
2: they've been giving you the 2020s. Let's fire back Yeah, down. you. know, they've been giving you, let's, the the, let's get them back. So, I'm gonna do my best of, and it's not just uh, movies, I'm gonna do music, movies, and television. Uh, in music, uh, best of, um, it was a big landscape, of course, as always. We got so many releases, you know, 2020 was no different, even during the pandemic um one of if not my favorite release for the year uh and i didn't think it would be but given the state of music that we're in thundercat it is what it is surprisingly thundercat has gone from like this weirdo uh, uh uh bassist to round solid musician who's got like off the wall but gives you solid output every time um it was a it was a another good good really good really solid album from him this year. Uh, in television, um, I, I was on the fence because this one is uh, this is going to be on the um, final season of Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls. Um, it was a it, it was it came along at a time when we were desperately trying to entertain ourselves and. and 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 have something to keep us you know glued to the tv and staying and staying home and staying put and it was they did the perfect job they spread it out over i don't know how many weeks i don't remember now but they spread it out and gave you something to be home for sunday For it was involved it was it was it was um very entertaining we got to see the side of michael jordan uh that we never got to see before um It was also a treat to look at uh, old, bloodshot eyed, drunk ass Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Being a jerk there, you know, being a jerk. Old old glassy eyed Mike holding on his whiskey, being a jerk, you know. Um, It gave you a window into not just uh, what what it takes uh, for a championship team to, to have success, even after winning as much as they had won during that time. But a window into what it's like for someone like Michael Jordan, who what their mindset is. You know, I always say that we don't know what it's like. don't know what it's like to be at that level because there's a level of greatness you're not going to be a nice guy to attain. You can't be Mr. Nice Guy all the time. You know, it, it takes a level of dedication that most folks can't understand because most people aren't dedicated to themselves. So it, it gave you a window into that um movie best of i didn't watch a ton of movies because not a lot of them were good this year i'm sorry but one of the best ones that i did manage to see was uh what is it uh was pete, pete davidson's uh king of staten island yes uh i watched that it was really good to me it was really funny Uh it was just you know i so much that kid because you I think at, at at some point, all of us, especially in our early twenties, I like I like keeping That movie, you know, was just aimlessly drifting, trying to find your way, to be understood. You know, add that to the fact that you know he was really coming. He still, and you can tell in that movie, he's still coping and getting over his father's death. So it was really a a, 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 a piece for him to to not just. Breakout, but to have some therapy. So those are my top three um, in that landscape. Uh, time for the worst of. Uh, worst of is Jay Electronica's Best of Both Worlds with Jay-Z. I don't even know what that album uh, is called. I can't remember. Because uh, <laughs> I you get a laugh. Dude, written testimony I think is the name. Now, I've been yeah, a Jay Electronica God. fan first heard Spotless, um, uh, Eternal Sunshine, the EP he did way back. And I want to say this was 2005, 4, 5, something like that. I said, oh, my God, hip hop. And never materialized. He just continued to drop single after single. And it was like, all right, dude, come on. You got to give us an album at some point. This is getting old. I'm like, okay, 2005, 2008, 2013, 2015. It got to the point where you just can't defend Jay Electronica anymore and his lack of output. You keep saying, "Oh, he's the nicest MC, one of the nicest MCs out." Yeah, but where's his album? He's got no output. He finally gives us output, and it's a duet with Jay Z. Yep. <laughs> and look, this is not to disparage Jay Z, but for your debut album, that we this is your showcase. This is your 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 welcome to me as an artist for the world. We don't need heavy doses of anyone else, especially a very established artist like Jay-Z. It was a cop-out to me. It was a real Mm cop-out. So that no matter what happens, you know, uh, 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 we release this thing, people are going to buy it whether they know Jay Electronica or not. Jay-Z's involved. Okay, so it's worth a listen. It's worth a download. So it was a real big cop-out. and That damn good. It was like a bunch of recycled ideas from that era of Jay Electronica, which manifested into a 15 years too late album. Uh, <laughs> shove it up your ass, Jay, and give us something better. Give us your album for your next <laughs> entry. Um, hey, man, <laughs>
3: that, it, like, they hit, it hit its stride on its last song.
2: On its last song.
3: Hey, God, that was the ultimate perfect. middle
2: finger. Everything to else it was, it was perfect. It was the ultimate middle finger to fans. It was the <laughs> ultimate middle finger. It's like, now I can write you off completely. Done. Now I can write you off. Okay. Um, worst of, The Last
0: Dance. <laughs> Reason I oh my God. That, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Me, we had a lot of worst stuff. Well, I, I say that because Joel's cleaned up version of a lot of things, right? It was his cleaned up, glossy version of a lot of things. And another appreciation—I'm sorry to, 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 to jump backwards—but something I forgot to mention when it was on my best of is the fact that they gave kids an opportunity. Those who missed completely the Jordan era, it gave them the opportunity to see what kind of star magnitude this guy had and created, and the blueprint he laid out for athletes for generations to come. A phenomenon in sports. Like him since you can name them, LeBron, Brady. It does not matter. None of them have had that impact. Michael Jordan changed the entire landscape of sports of how I, of how leagues are marketed, athletes are marketed, how product placement and product involvement is, and the corporate product placement in, in sports is. It, he changed it all. Getting back to the bad. This was Michael Jordan's cleaned up version of a lot of things. And it was, you can't be upset with that because it is the bull's last dance. But I would have liked to have seen a little more uh, uh, um, factual, if you will, like a little more factual occurrences rather than some bossed over stuff.
0: And and, and I
2: I, I completely understand. Michael Jordan has complete control over the project. We had complete control of the project. That's why what made it to film or made it to our eyes made it to our eyes and nothing else. But I would have liked to have seen them not be, uh, not to see this be as, as glossed over as it was. Um, and worse than film, Merry Christmas, Wonder Woman. the first movie I saw this year. And look, I like Wonder, the first Wonder Woman. It was a real movie. The second one was it, it really felt slapped together. It felt like they really didn't know where they were going with it. There's a lot not to like. I mean, from the open a- from the opening action sequence, it looked like it, the opening action sequence it was it, it, it was fun. I mean, like the Gladiator games, that was fun. When I say opening, action, I mean Diana and uh, web slinging around. Uh, uh, well lasso swing, slinging around Pentagon City. Pentagon City, <laughs> a... yeah. Like come on, dude. and it, it was just cheesy. For the, it, it was, it was a, 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 it wasn't a good amount of cheese. It was a little too much cheese. Um, that set the tone for the rest of the movie. The inner Kristen wig doing her skit. I, like, I don't want this. I, I just don't want this. It never took off from there. Diana at the party, and she runs and hey, I'm the guy that used to be, I'm the, hey, I'm this guy, I'm your old boyfriend. Would have made it better to me if it was the Rogan that whose body Chris Pine took over. That would have at least been funny. You see, like Chris Pine, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Seth Rogan chasing down Diana. No, that's funny. I'm though. your ex <laughs> boyfriend. I'm your dead boyfriend. How's it going? I would have loved that. That would have been actually pretty funny. It, it, it was a dumpster fire going forward. It, it just wasn't a good movie. I'm sorry. That, that, that's what I have. Go to hell, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: 2020 um, really even messed up Wonder Woman. Like, think about that. 2020 messed up a really good franchise or would have been a really good franchise. Damn. It also it gave us a bunch of shitty God. versus battles and washed-up
2: uh, washed up rappers and an act. It gave us the Nate, Nate Robinson getting flattened on his face by some goofy kid off of the uh, YouTube and, and, and two fat old 50-year-old former glorious champions, Mike Tyson and Ray oh, Jones yeah. uh, sucking air for five rounds in an embarrassment. Was hilarious. This,
0: this game <laughs> was trash. Well, fellas, it's really hard to argue with that. Now, having said all that, because we we just laid out our worst, do you guys have any nominees for Dummies of the Week?
3: Mitch McConnell. That's all I need to say. is name. What about you? (laughs) Sure. Um,
1: I got to give one uh, my Dummy of the Week to one Mister Doctor Drew, who was telling people Mm. COVID was no big deal, and then has to send out the Mia Coppola. Oh, yeah, guess what? It, it was a big deal. Sorry, guys. My whole TV show about me telling y'all this is crap, not so much accurate because I'm feeling like crap because I got the virus. So that's my dummy of the week.
2: Good deal. You. you guys from somebody who used to help people with their erections. That's number one. Number one. <laughs> Dr. Drew, I, I wouldn't listen to Dr. Drew could tell me it's right in the middle of a fucking hurricane. I wouldn't listen to him.
3: Um, <laughs> my an infomercial guy first? he like, the infomercial guy?
2: No, it was like six months. Sex, no. sex call with with Adam Cole or Corolla, whatever. Yeah. You call it. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Um, Doctor Loosely. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> um, mine is Karen. City iPhone Karen who talks to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone's uh, my man. I forget his name. He's a trumpeter. trumpeter. The whole, yeah. I can't remember what he played. Trumpeter. Yeah. Um, he's been. He's played with all kind of musicians throughout his career. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Hotel in New York City by some some snarling uh, raving beast Karen, uh, alleging that her son stole her iPhone, which would kind of be hard to do, being that you know you've never encountered and you, you didn't even share the same space for him to have taken her phone or <laughs> right. for her to find out that her phone was in the back of an Uber Like, this is what I keep saying about these people God looked out for babies and fools and they ain't babies so they damn sure fools um, they keep coming across these good spirited black people mm-hmm. instead of running in, you know the wrong folks this happen they at run TV into the wrong folks gonna let this happen to Iverson Mall
3: <laughs> white woman dead at Iverson Mall because
2: I mean I was beating, beating into a puddle of blood at Iverson Mall, hey. Mall for trying to snatch 14 year old phone hey this is the thing about that like my boy was saying I said look she better be glad that wasn't some ghetto ass 14 15 year old they won't even let their mama see their phone are you trying to snatch their phone, white lady? I don't know. I will kill you out here. And you see what they do on a regular? Can you imagine yeah, them doing, doing a Metro, on a metro to one of these kids? Up. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you just tell them, shut up, and they'll be like, what? And eight of them on you, like, what? Oh. All right, well. They
2: like, oh, my God. Beating the skin off of you. Beating the skin off of you.
3: Then you got to tell somebody, like, <laughs> so, eight skinny ass, skinny jeans. Wearing motherfuckers just beat your ass. <laughs> bright red shoes. <laughs>
2: you, bright red shoes. <laughs> you got the bright red shoe print all over your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you sat there and told some kids, to can, can you just quiet it down a little bit? Right. And they'll beat you halfway to death. So mm-hmm. imagine... Death out here. A, a, a message to the Karens. you other the dummies of the year, yeah. probably. At this stage, but no, they can't be dummies of the year, dog. We had too much we had too much of a lot of people. That should that should have been on the night, too, dummy of the year. Um uh if not dummy of the decade. No, no no no. That'll been last year. That'll be last year. <laughs> For now dummy of the the, 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 the the week is this Karen. And a message to those Karen, those white women out here who feel empowered. I don't know what your deal is. Was Trump got y'all amped up? I don't know, but that's about to be over. Come back to life. Come back to reality. Somebody going to hurt Some of y'all have gotten somebody hurt
3: gonna, out here. Messing with the wrong gonna, people. Yeah, somebody going to twist your ass quickly. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that dude was, so, was not a trumpeter, if he ain't had a trumpeter in his hand, that was a twisted T in his hand, this video would have been a whole nother Situation.
2: Hey Gunner, did you see you saw that one, right?
3: The pussy key brother? Yeah, man. Shoot.
2: Oh my God. I Jeff you Mr. gotta T. see this dude. He's Mr. T. Hey he Jeff Jason, if you ever seen my man bust the twisted T over this white guy's head, you must see it.
0: That was Bro. the hardest
2: water balloon I ever saw.
0: I was
3: like, that's a whole can. <laughs> this dude hurts. just I am like, good <laughs> God. How hard do you have to hit somebody with a can or something for that shit to just explode? On, you
0: know? And I like, but, how, like I the, how he was on the
2: ground pummeled saying, okay, okay. No, not okay. Not okay. You're getting pummeled. He's hurting you badly. We're
3: yeah, kind of man. man.
1: People about to get I'm rechecked
3: gonna get hurt. again. They're going to get checked again. They're going to be like, all right. <laughs> Y'all want to burn things to the ground and Black Lives Matter to the ground. Yeah, y'all know who to do this to. That's for sure. Because eventually, exactly. this ain't going to exactly. be a good situation for y'all.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, cause the, they're
2: cause picking the, what the right what one. Eventually, what's going to happen is you're going to run into the wolf in sheep's clothing, and he or she is going to really make you wish you made better life decisions.
0: Yep. Alright fellas, speaking of better life decisions, it is now time to wrap up twenty twenty. So thank you as always for rolling with me. And thank y'all out there for listening. Hope you all have a very happy New Year's Eve celebration. And we will be back bigger, stronger, better, never in twenty twenty one. This episode of Our Movie Files has been filed.